What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you been? Frustrated. That was last night. No, because of two minutes ago. Oh, you talking about Penn State? Yeah, I'm assuming you didn't watch. Well, the Flyers, Sixers, and Penn State are on NUNC basketball. Would you really watch UNC basketball for Penn State basketball? Well, no, but I thought it was like a done deal. I thought Penn State was like winning by a lot. I got the tax at halftime. But then they completely dropped the ball, and it was not good. They forced 18 turnovers, but lost because we were 3 for 17 from 3. Yeah. Sounds like last year. Even if we – no, dude, last year we were like 12 of 34 from 3. What was the final score? We lost by 4. I think it was 76, 72, or 74, 70, something like that. Oh. But, yeah, we hit two – we hit three or four more of those threes. And we still have a terrible night from three, but we win the game. Yeah. Our slot, our slot shot selection, once we started, Northwestern went on a 15-0 run to take the lead. And then at that point, like, our guys just started, like, completely panicking and just chucking up horrible shots. And it was just bad. Now it's time to chalk it up for this year. Do they make the NIT? No. We're 8-8. Eight eight. We'd have to go 8-8 eight eight is, what, 16 games. We probably have, what, four, like 12 regular season games left, 14 regular season games left. We'd have to win nine of those, maybe 10 even, to have a shot. And it's all conference play, and there's no way considering we play Purdue on Saturday, so. Yeah. Add another loss to the, we're going to be under 500 at that point. Damn, dude. Whatever. Yeah, 2024 is not off to a hot start. Kind of like the worst possible start from a sports perspective. Oh, just wait till this weekend. Wow. The old, um, let, me, let me take that back. It's not the worst possible start. Because, all right, so every Bears fan in the universe hates our head coach. Hates him. Wants him fired into the sun. Yeah. I more or less agree with Matty Recruit. However, I've been all over, like, the message boards for the Bears because every Bears fan in the world wants our head coach fired, which is fine. However, they literally, everybody, the consensus, they want Jim Harbaugh as the next Bears head coach, which I am dead serious when I tell you, Jim Harbaugh becomes the head coach of the Chicago Bears. I'm officially sending in my letter of resignation as a fan of the Chicago Bears. I'm finding a new team. Maybe I'll be an Eagles fan. I don't know. I will not be a Bears fan if Jim Harbaugh is in coach. It was just announced today that the Bears have officially stuck with Matt Eberflus as the head coach, which might be a horrible, horrible decision for the organization, but I love it because it means Jim Harbaugh will not be our coach, which means I can still root for the Bears next year, even if we're terrible. 
So that was a win for me in the sports world to start the year. Well, I'm happy for them. Anyway, yeah, what, you got the birds on Monday night? Yeah, birds on Monday night. Um, I think they win because Nick Sirianni is actually playing for his job now. But well, what what happened? You guys were what ten and one, and now you finished the season like eleven and six or whatever. Like, what yeah, happened? I mean, we sucked like that. Like we were good, we were beating good teams, but then just epic collapse. Like our offensive coordinator sucked all year. Our defensive coordinator got demoted, and Matt Patricia came into like calling plays, um, which hasn't helped at all. Um, we've had injuries, but I'm not using that excuse. Um, it's just been a shit show, dude. Absolute shit show. And it is so goddamn frustrating. Um, like the last home game, I thought we were like guaranteed to have a, a, um, another home game for the playoffs. At least one of them, not maybe not two, but at least one more playoff game at home. Well, I didn't realize this, but walking out of the stadium, I should have realized it, but I was just worried about them losing the Cardinals that that was the last time I was in Lincoln Financial Field until next September. So I didn't properly get a saving goodbye to the seats. Um, you know, it's just a mess, dude, and I'm really pissed off about it. Yeah, I would be too. At least you made the playoffs, I mean. I mean, if they if they come out flat on Monday, which all signs have said they're going to, but I truly think I truly think they can't collapse. Like this would be the worst collapse in probably sports since like '04 when the Red Sox blew a three-zero, three-no lead. Um, I, I I just can't picture it. So, but it is Philadelphia might burn. Like, I've said that before in certain situations, but Philadelphia might burn. I mean, I'll be rooting for the Eagles because I don't like Tampa Bay. I thought about flying down there, too. On last Friday night, I thought about booking flights down. Because, um, like, uh, my friend CJ lives down there. Like, he would let me stay. He already yeah. asked me, like, hey, like, do you want to stay? Uh, go to the game. I thought about it. I was like, no, nah, I'll just wait. Uh, I'm not like, like, you know, I've been spending a lot of money. Like I, I already went to that stadium. So I just said, no, nah, I'll, I'll just wait. Thank God I waited and didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to New York on Saturday. Yeah. And we have to, the conference starts on Sunday. So, like, I'll be working on Sunday all day. Um, and I'll be with a guy who's, like, our age, lives in Pittsburgh, big Steelers fan, and they play at one on Sunday. And he's pissed. Yeah, I would be too. Although he said that, uh, I, mean, I mean, this isn't a consolation, but he watched because, like, they needed – because they played on Saturday and they won, and then they needed like I forget what the what the scenario was, but they needed somebody to lose, and they did lose. And he was at a bar watching that game, and um, Pat Farmuth was there. And apparently, when the 
when the Steelers officially made the playoffs, Pat Farmer swapped a round of shots for the entire ball. That's so, sick. That's kind of cool. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. I can't. I I really cannot wait to uh to do that one day. What buy a round of drinks for the entire bar? Like shots. Like not just like hey buy a round of beers for like the ten people that are in here, but just yeah. buy like a tray of shots or a tray of beers, and just be like hey, everyone come up here, grab a shot. Like we're celebrating something, and just doing it. I don't know what situation I would be in where I would be happy enough to drop. I don't know, five hundred bucks a grand. I don't. I don't know how many people would be at the bar on shots. It would have to be a bar where everybody there had like a common rooting interest, obviously. Like a Penn State bar or something. Yeah. Damn, dude. I did. Did I tell you about what happened at the Phillies game in October? That someone in like left field bought beer for everyone in in his section. No, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I forget what game it was. Um, it was the regular playoffs. No playoffs. Um, I guess it it was totally like anonymous. Someone bought. The, his whole section of beer before the game. So before the game, a beer guy goes to the section, like right before the game starts and goes, I need everyone's ID, like attention. Someone in the section bought beers for everyone. Um, so I'm passing out beers. I need your ID. And then I guess they counted up how many beers they bought and like charged the guy. That's what's a beer? Fifteen bucks. I think I think it was nineteen thousand. I'm Jeez. no, I'm probably I'm probably wrong on that. Hold on, I, I'm. Well, there's probably per section maybe a thousand people, maybe a little less, maybe eight hundred people per section. I guess it varies by section, but um. Like there's probably like the 35 to 40 total sections in the stadium, or maybe more with upper deck. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I, oh, fuck. I don't know where, where did I see this? We're trying to find the article. It was so sick, though. I was like, okay, that is my new, like, life goal. To... Buy a round of beers for a whole section that that I'm at, either Eagle game or Phillies game or whatever. Yeah, I would never spend that much money on something like that unless I were like filthy rich. I mean, I'm never going to be like that, so but it'd be so worth it to me. Again, this is the, like, idiotic... Oh, here you go. Oh, I, so it was $4,500. Okay, that's not bad. Um, Still would never do it, but... 
I mean, when you said 19,000, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, it, was on, it was on Instagram, so I'll send it over to you. But I, I, I'm, I think I might do that one day. Like, there's stuff that, that would be fun if it were in like a like if it's like a random like weekday baseball game in July. Like, no, it's got to be like a impactful no. game. No, it's got to be playoffs. And and I like so that's the thing. There's so many things I want to do that. If I'm single, I'll be allowed to do because I'll have, like, I'm saving up. What 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 would I like have to save? I'm not saving up for a wedding or having kids or anything like that. So I'll have money at my disposal, right? So yeah. if I'm single, there are things that I want to do in life that I'll be able to do. If I'm not single, I hope my wife is very rich and understands there's some things I have to do before I die. Fair. Because if I was still working at ADP, this would be no question. Like I'd be able to do it. I I would have done it like this past fall. Maybe not exactly, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Damn. Ooh. <sighs> Yeah, man. So. Fuck. There's so many things on tonight. It's driving me insane. I've got multi-view college basketball. I'm watching NC State play at other school. Tennessee, Mississippi State, and what's the third game? I don't even know. Louisville, Miami. Yeah, well, Louisville, Miami. Flyers are in intermission. Sixers are at halftime, so uh, I'm just watching this end of the UNC game. Or the halftime. Half. Yeah, first half, I mean. I love – I don't know why. College basketball in February is like – I'm like excited for February just to watch like you get crazy good Big 12 games you get crazy like you get Duke North Carolina like I don't know why I've just been thinking about I'm excited for it to be February and that's also like you're get get closer to March Madness and everything too so the games start meaning more yeah I literally just need to get through the next month and a half and then I'm basically like in six weeks of time, I'm working like two weeks. Why? What are you doing? Well, March Madness is a Thursday and Friday, right? Yeah. Well, well, that 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 weekend and the following week is our spring break, so I have a week off, like of school. Oh, nice. And then we come. We have Monday off for for like the Monday after Easter, but then. So I go in for Tuesday and Wednesday, but then have off – I'm going to have off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for Reagan's wedding. And then I'll ha- – so I'll have like two and a half weeks 
of like work, but like, so it's funny. So the Monday following Reagan's wedding, I'm off. Tuesday, I go in. Wednesday, we have off because it's Ramadan or whatever they like. What? Oh, no, nice. They call it like El Fahad or something like that. Yeah. So then I have Thursday, Friday, and then I have two straight weeks, and then I go to Cancun. Damn. Damn, that's May. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I'm blame you. For me, it's the opposite. Like, I've got a busy, busy January, and then I have nothing other than like a long weekend here and there. I've got Indianapolis, and I've got absolutely nothing until Brett's wedding. And I've got nothing until Penn State, and then I've got nothing until the holidays. Did we decide on the Penn State game? Like, that's a general question. I, I can't remember uh, if we did or not. Yeah, I officially officially have a hotel for the Ohio State weekend. All right, cool. Which I should let everybody know, but it's only for uh, – I think it's for Friday and Saturday night. So, all right. Well, I'll meet you guys Saturday morning. Same as always. Well, no, because no. Well, I'll just park the car on Saturday morning and then like Uber to what do you call it? Well, I guess it depends on what we do before the game. Like, it depends on kick. It depends on any number of factors. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. What weekend is that? It's the first weekend in November. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. That was sick. I'll probably do what I always do. And I'll, well, not always, but what I've been doing, where I fly to Allentown and then drive in with Will and Amanda and then depending on how much flights are, either drive back with you or drive back with them. Yeah, that's or, or maybe I actually do what I was talking about doing and stay for a week and then go to the Washington game the next weekend. That'd be sick. Would you just have to work out of the office or would you have to work at like an apartment or house? No, I would just work from their place. I'd just bring my laptop. Nice. That would actually be sick if I did that. That would be. Because you wouldn't have I, to take you wouldn't have to take off either. No, but I mean like based on what I just told you about me having like no vacation all year, I'm gonna have vacation days to spend if I wanted to take like at least like maybe if like Will doesn't have to work one of the day. Oh, I guess well, I don't know what his schedule is gonna be, but if he doesn't have to work like go for a hike or something or I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. It'd be kinda sick. Do you want a um a uh, a vacation at all to think about? Uh, maybe. Uh, well, this is fucked up. Never mind. Never. It wouldn't work out because the date is all fucked up. I was gonna. I was gonna suggest the Champions Classic. Is that like a? college basketball tournament? Yeah, it's the, like, when Duke, Kansas, Michigan State, and Kentucky play each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where is it? It's in Atlanta. So Usually it's in Chicago, but it's in Atlanta. 
But it's the what would that be? That'd be so it's November twelfth. So it'd probably be like the yeah, it'd be the the Tuesday after the Washington game. Oh yeah, damn! If only if it were in like Madison Square Garden, because then we just drive. Yeah. Or that might be Jimmy V week though. Now that you mentioned it, could, yeah, that very well could be. Although that seems maybe too early. The week after Washington, it's always like the week before Thanksgiving, isn't it? Uh, or is it the week after Thanksgiving? Is it like no, December? No, it can't be. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, actually, now that you said this, I actually just thought of what I like. Out, very small chance I do this, but maybe. Um, so my parents, I'm probably going to be my on my own for Thanksgiving this year because my sister and her husband are going. It's my sister's mother-in-law, so my brother-in-law's mom's 70th birthday, mm-hmm. and they're taking like a family trip together, and they're leaving on Thanksgiving Day, because they're going to Europe. So, like, the Europeans, they don't care. And it's, like, a lot cheaper to fly on Thanksgiving Day, and it's a lot less hectic of a travel day. So, they're going to do that. And um, my pa- they're going to be gone for, like, two weeks. And so, my parents are going to go to Denver and live at their house and dog sit for them for the- while they're gone. Um, so, they'll get there a couple days before Thanksgiving just to, like, see them and everything. So, I'm going to be on my own for Thanksgiving, which means I might just do what I have wanted to do for my entire life, which is go to Maui and go to the Maui invite. I would totally go in with you on that. I think that'd be sick. But it would have to be in Maui because this, I I hope it will be because obviously last year it was in, um, it was on like the big island because of the Maui. Yeah, Honolulu, but. So I w- it would have to be in Maui because I want to go to that gym, the high school ass looking gym where Chaminade plays. And I want to sit in the in the stands and watch like I already have the field announced and it's a pretty good field next year. Um, I'm gonna look it up. But I've wanted to do that for my entire life. Let's see. The twenty twenty four Maui invite. Fuck. What happened? No, I would have totally done that with you, but I just, with everything right. going on this year, I can't. Here we go. We got Auburn, Colorado, Dayton, Iowa State, Memphis, Michigan State, North Carolina, Yukon. That's not that's a great fucking field actually. Yeah, I know it is. November twenty-fifth to twenty-seventh, twenty twenty-four. Spend Thanksgiving on the beach, sipping a Mai Tai. Wow. Fuck. I would have hundred percent done that with you if I didn't have Reagan's wedding and everything going on. I'm gonna have enough hotel points to probably stay for free, if not get at least like three free nights. So, I really only have to pay for airfare. Yeah. You're set. 
I'm looking it up right now. Flights to Maui, November. What, what's what were those? Days? It's it, well. What day would you fly out? I Is would our... probably fly on Saturday the 23rd because the tournament the tournament runs the 25th to the 27th. So I'd probably leave on Saturday the 23rd and fly back on Friday the 29th. It's a thousand dollars for me. I'm looking. Yeah, it's about that for me too. And they're all connecting. There's no direct flights. There's got to be direct flights. I do not connect. No, they're not. Yeah, one thousand one hundred eighty dollars. Well, I, it's probably different for you, but I have to always stop somewhere. Yeah, I mean Chicago is like big enough to never. Well, it's more so the mileage, I'm guessing. No, that's not really a thing. It's just, uh, I don't know how they figured it out. I'm going to actually look at Denver because maybe I'll just go with the, Well, no, because I'm going to be losing the I got to, okay, whatever. thousand bucks. It's on United, which, I mean, I'll have a, I have a lot of United. Well, but I use all my United points. So I get a lot of well, it, well, well, guess what? The one flight that I'm looking at, I'd have to spend an extra 200 hours, stops at O'Hare. What airline is it? United. What time does the flight leave? Leaves Philly. At, uh, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I'm. It's a. I leaves at six at Philly, and I have a two hour layover at O'Hare. So I'm guessing eight thirty ish. Nine thirty. Because the one I'm looking at, the nonstop I'm looking at, leaves at nine thirty in the morning. Trying to figure out. It's probably that then. Dude. It's a nine hour flight, but who cares? What time does it land? Two fifteen in the afternoon. Yeah. Two seventeen technically. Two seventeen, yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. What? If I wasn't spending fifteen hundred dollars for Reagan's wedding, this would have been a done deal right now. Well, I'm not even sure I'm doing it. It's very dependent on... Either way, man. Well, even so, like, I could fly back on Thanksgiving Day if I went Saturday to Thursday. Because you'd have getting Saturday night and then Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday. Although I'd want a couple days to, like, because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'd be watching basketball. Although I probably wouldn't go to every game. I don't know. That'd be a lot to think about. I can't pull that off this year. Although it says the cheapest time to book is usually later, starting August 11th. So it says prices are currently high. So who knows? Maybe it'll get cheaper. If I grind my ass this summer, maybe I can pull it off. Well, maybe maybe flights go down a few hundred bucks and you can go for 800 or 750 Yeah, I uh... – damn, dude. Fuck. This fucking wedding, dude. This fucking wedding. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, now, now I'm kind of excited about this. And plus, I need to go to Hawaii at some point to go to all 50 states. I have been before. But I've never been 
when I when I was younger. So I haven't been able to drink, which obviously like nothing sounds nicer than filling on the beach, drinking a Corona with a lime in it. Yeah, you're hearing the waves slap against the shore. Like heaven on earth. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. I've got myself thinking. Thanksgiving. You got me thinking. Think about me. You know my head, how this how how I think of it. What if if you want to go, would you ever take a loan from me and then pay me back over time? Of course. What what how much how, how many points am I giving you? I'd give you a good rate. I'd give you like, like if I let's say if I loaned you a thousand dollars, you'd have to pay me back a thousand plus. I don't know. Well, actually, maybe not because I was gonna say like a thousand plus like fifty, which would be a five percent rate, which is still not very good. Let's think about this. Like, let's like, like this. Let's keep this on the back of our head, type of thing. I mean, that's at the front of my head because I don't. Pro- I would strongly consider going with or without you. Well, yeah, I understand that completely. Fuck. I just got paid extra from Whitehall too for stats. But it, it's le- it's legit going to just the air f- airfare for Reagan's fucking wedding. Yeah. I mean, I could just not save as much money and have and hit my savings goal for the year. I mean, just money. I know, but I want to buy a house soon. Oh, okay. Well, you should wait. Rates are going down, so you should wait for the rates to keep dropping. Well, I am yeah, because I'm not. I'm not committed to staying in Philly. Either. Yeah. I'm staying in Chester in Philly till at least October. Because in October, my my um. My student tuition payment from Chester goes away. Okay. So if I leave before October, I owe Chester eight grand. Oh, I, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so absolutely if, stay. Yeah. yeah, so. Dang. Now my head is spinning. I shouldn't have done this to myself. You got my head spinning. 
And you know me with trips. I get like an idea in my head. I'm like, I have to do this. Well, I haven't gone on a real like vacation vacation since I was in Barcelona in 2022. And that was, you know, two years ago. I feel like I owe myself like something that's not like, not that I don't love going to Penn State, but like, I want like a, like a, you know, like a vacation. vacation. Yeah. Well, that dude, the two, the two big things are fucking Key West and fucking Cancun. If I didn't go to Cancun, like, actually, you know what I could do? Not going to Cancun. No, I already paid the deposit. So, I, like, basically, I I would say probably 75% of Cancun came from me refing softball and kickball. Yeah. And that was in, what, like, probably six months or so, eight months, eight, eight months-ish. So... I could pull this off. Maybe use my tax return. Always an option. Dude, you got my head spinning now. So is mine. Although I wouldn't book, like, I'd maybe think about booking a hotel sooner than later because you can always cancel those without any penalties. But do you lose your points? No, no, no. You get a full refund on points. And I well, I need to wait because I would certainly. Well, I'm, I am gonna make an absurd amount of points this weekend in New York. Why? Uh, it's just because it's New York, and because this conference is so big, the room was crazy expensive, and they give you points based on how much you spend. And because I traveled enough last year to get a status bump, so now I get a bigger multiplier on my point payouts for each day. So I'm going to make a ton of points. How how do they do that for your company? Like, do you <coughs> like you put it on your credit card or debit card, and they automatically fund you, or do you have to go through a process and wait like a couple of days? No, so I pay for everything out of pocket. Yeah. And then I submit an expense report and I get reimbursed. Yeah, but how long does that expense report take you to get? Uh, to get reimbursed? Yeah. After, because all of our expense reports get audited. And after it's been approved post-audit, less than a week, maybe a week tops. I know, but like, say this, like, say this hotel this weekend is $1,000, right? Oh, I wish. <laughs> Try triple that. All right. Well, I was just being, I didn't want to, like, you know, be. I mean, I don't care. I I just booked the hotel my boss told me to book because it's where all of us stay. It literally cost $2,800 for four four nights. Okay, so you're out $2,800 when you book it. Yeah. Well, when I pay pay for it, you don't pay for a hotel until you're there, but yes. Okay, so, but when you get there, you're out $2,800. Yeah. How, How long? So you you'll you would have to wait probably like two weeks or so, give like a week to a week and a half to get that twenty eight hundred dollars back. That's what I'm asking. Yes. But I mean, I put it on my credit card and I don't pay my credit card. Like I will not pay this hotel B off of my credit card until my February credit card payment, which I my credit cards I always pay it on the twenty sixth of the month. So I won't pay this money until February twenty sixth. And they'll have reimbursed me 
like well well before then so it's not an issue oh. i just have to make sure not to spend that money like like an idiot which i never do because i have that money sent to a different account i have like a i have like multiple accounts i don't know if you have the same in my bank i have like multiple like a, like a savings account a checking account and then i have a third one and i use that third one for like all of my reimbursements so that i don't touch it until i have to pay off my credit card all right that makes sense yeah and I totally forgot about credit cards too yeah. Well, which is great too because I get points on that. So like, yeah, you get double like, points. That's a ton of cash back that I'm getting. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. But... Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's gonna be a, a good chunk of hotel points that'll give me. Granted, I mean, I gotta believe hotels in my in Hawaii are. Pretty expensive points wise, but it would still cover, you know, at least in probably a couple of nights. And I might travel more between now and then anyway, so I probably will. So, anyway. All right. So, there you go. All right. Keep that in the back of your head. No, oh, it's it is. I'm literally gonna look at hotels in Maui tomorrow while I'm working. Oh, maybe, I can, maybe I can convince my aunt and uncles, the ones who always go to the Final Four, because they're gonna be. We always do Thanksgiving with them, and so they're gonna be like. You know, have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving either, and they love basketball, obviously. Yeah. So, bring them along. Reduce the cost of the hotel. Split among more people. Yeah. Smart. Well, you definitely have me thinking about this now. So do I. Like. I'm gonna like bug my parents about if they're actually going to Denver the week of Thanksgiving and if I'm on my own. Because like other than like a Hawaii football game, I'm probably never going to Hawaii to enjoy like actual Hawaii. Because I'm not a big beach guy. Yeah. It's fair. So I need some sort of sport to get me out there. Maui invite. And yeah. I'm, I, the Maui invite is like my favorite non-NCAA tournament college basketball event. Like, it's great. I like it more than conference tournaments. I like it more than all sorts of stuff because it's like it's, they always have an incredible field. It's always like it's like the environment is sick. A tiny gym. It's out to love. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it for sure. Me too. Now we invite. What else? 
without Saban. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we were both. You, you were probably more surprised about it than I was. I just saw the news, and I was like, oh, didn't see that coming, and then just carried on. No, nah, I was fucking like, what the fuck is going on? Because I never thought that that would actually happen. Did you think he was going to be like Joe Pa and just like coach until he's 90 years old? I didn't think he would retire now. How old is he? Mid-70s? Early 70s? 69. That's it? He's not going to be in the 70s for sure. Or 72. I looked this up today. I think he's 72. Yeah, 72. And he, 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 if I did the math right, when he signed his extension a couple years ago, he only needed average like 12 or 13 wins over like the next six or seven years to, to beat Joe Pa's record. But now that he's retired, he only needs, so he, he's done. Like he has 292 wins. Like he never Dude, he, That's a long way to go to get the four ten to beat the record. Not really when you're when you're I mean he's healthy. So I mean yeah you're right but at the same time like Yeah he, he, was, he would, that's like that's like he would need to win double digit games for twelve years. Which he could do. Yeah, because in Alabama world, a 10-win season is – might as well be, like, a four-win season. Exactly. So, that that is what I mean by that. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, do you think Joe Paul's record will ever be broken? No. At this point, yeah, no. Saban would have been the guy. Like, Saban would have been the guy – Dude, you got to think about this. What about the year that he left fucking um, for for Miami? Just what think about that. that. I'm blanking on that. That was a long time ago. I know, but just saying, like, that could have been, like, another – let's just be conservative here, either at Alabama or at um, LSU. Let's just say eight wins. So he's at 300. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, I don't I, – because there would have to be a coach young enough to get to a big-time program or a small program and win, like, 10 or so games for – you would still have to average 10 wins a game for 41 years. Which is a long time. If you – I mean, that's saying if you become a head coach at 30, which is insane, to, like Lincoln Riley – to then be at good until you're in your 70s. Yeah. That's insane. It's like, never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No, that's no, no one's going to touch that. No one's even going to sniff it. Yeah, I'd be surprised if a coach gets to 300. Now, a coach could get to 300 if they like, if you, if, you know, if they're like a D3 coach who just like well, rolls everybody. But I, what about Lincoln Riley? Do you think Lincoln Riley would? Yeah, right? I know, but I feel like he could potentially even just like go coach in the NFL someday. He's forty years old. How many career wins does he have? I'm I'm looking that up. Because he's only been a head coach since. So, uh, so he has seventy four wins. 
age 40. So if he coaches for the next 20 years, he's only 60. And if he wins 10 games a year, that's 274 at age 60. Yeah, and you get, and then you coach for three, four more years and you hit, hit 300. Yeah, but then you're still like 10 seasons away. No, what are you talking? No, we're talking about strictly 300 here. I'm not talking about. Oh, three, oh, 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 oh I, I got you. I thought you meant beat Joe Pop. No. Okay, yeah, so maybe he could. Maybe he could. But it's going to be tough. Like, it's going to be tough to be that good in a conference like the Big Ten consistently. Well, here's another thing. If you go undefeated one year, that's 15 wins. You cut a a, a, a half a year off. Yeah, true. I I mean, yeah, I I think 10 is conservative. Like, a lot of times it'll be like 12 or 13 wins. Wait, what what about Kirby Smart? No. Why? He's like in his, like, 50s, isn't he? No, he's 48. How many wins? It's got to be like at least 60, right? He's 94 wins. 94 at how old is he? 48. Okay, so he'll be 49 presumably when next year starts. No, he he turns, he, he just turned 48. He turned okay. forty. He turned forty-eight in uh, December twenty-third. Okay, so he's got two seasons before he hits fifty, and he will be well over a hundred. He might be at one hundred ten. Well, what's he, what's he at now? Did you say ninety-six? Ninety-four. Ninety-four. So that's sixteen. Oh, he'll be well over one ten. That's eight wins a year. He'll be at closer to one fifteen probably. So he's at one ten. Let's just be conservative. One ten at fifty. So it leaves nineteen one hundred ninety wins to hit three hundred in twenty years. That get that gets him to seventy. Oh, that's even pushing it. Yeah. That that could Kirby could have. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. What about, like, a guy like Lance Leipold, who, how, however many games he won coaching Wisconsin Whitewater? Well, that, that doesn't count. Wait, oh, here's someone that could do it. Uh, maybe not. Well, maybe. No. I was going to say Dan Lanning. Because he's a young guy, but he's 37. How many wins does he have? Only 22. Uh, well, 37 and 22. Okay, but think of it this way. He's 37 and he's got, wait, how many did you say? 22. Okay, so he's got 22 at age 37. If he wins 10 games a year until he turns 47, that's 122 wins at age 47. He could be yeah. hundred. He could be uh, one hundred and fifty by the time he turns fifty. If he has like insanely good, like twelve, thirteen win years every year between now and then. 
I'm not saying it's going to happen since so super stressed, but like, I'm just saying, like. No, I get it. So that's like, he's kind of like, I, I mean, he's coached two seasons, but he's made the most of them to get on the path 300. Nah, that that record's never broken. It can't be. Yeah. No, it can't be. It's just not how the game's played anymore. But like, there's like, like just think about college basketball, right? Like, I well, that's different though. I guess now that I think about it, like you can get a thirty-year-old to be a Division One coach at like the small levels, like I don't know, um, like fucking Lehigh or Lafayette or something like that, and. But they would have to, they would need, Jesus, like 40, 40 seasons of 25 wins or more. Yeah. So, like, we'll never see, we will probably never see a, like, a great coach again with big numbers. We're going to see I great mean, coaches with small numbers, but not big numbers. I, don't, I mean, like, John Shire? I don't know. I mean... I feel like he's even old. He's 36. Is he? Yeah, I literally have his Wikipedia pulled up right now. I mean, he could do it. He's like the only one with a shot. Yeah. What's his record as a coach? Twenty. He was twenty-seven, and he's he's got thirty-nine wins. He was a Duke assistant at twenty-seven year old. That's insane. Like assistant, like paid assistant. Yeah. He was the associate head coach by thirty-one. Yeah, he's he's twelve and three this year, so he's on track to add another. He'll be over fifty wins this year. And his birthday's in August. Yeah. So. Wait, it says this says he's thirty six, but the third thing says he's thirty seven. He was born in. 1987. Yeah, so he's 36. Yeah. Did I say 37? I don't know what you said. I don't know. But he could have 100 wins because he's got this year. He's got what he's 37, 38, 39. So he's got the rest of this year and then three more years. 
he could be over 100 wins by the time he's 40. He probably will be. Yeah, but then you still need what's what's the record? Doesn't Coach Cow? I mean, Mike Krzyzewski had 1,202. He coached for 47 seasons. So John Shire started coaching when he was 35. Was it supposed to be 83? Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. I he could be up there, though. I mean, if he hits 900, he'll be top five. No, he'll be top seven. I'm, I'm rounding, but because he would need four to crack. 904 gets him top, top five. So I'm, I'm assuming if you hit 900, you'll hit 904. But you're, that still means that he he's in his mid 80s or not he's at he's at his 80th birthday or yeah 80th birthday so so Roy Williams won 903 games in 33 years so John Shire can do that 33 years he'll be what 69 yeah very possible for him to beat Roy Williams and then even if he coaches a couple years after that, if he coaches four years until he's 74, he could be a thousand win coach. And if he's a thousand win coach, he will be third on the list. I mean, Unless he can win a thousand and sixteen, then he beats Jim Bay. There will there might be a division like again, John Shire was talking about him because he's at Duke, but there might be a division one coach right now who's like twenty something who is at a program who's decent, who's winning 20, 25 games, and then it moves up the ranks to, like, I don't know, a big-time program like a Duke, Kansas, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look at Jim Calhoun. He has 920, but most – like, a lot of them came at Northeastern. Yeah. Like, Coach K coached at Army for a while. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, I mean, which makes sense because, I mean, if you're, like, it's a lot easier to win when you're a good coach at a lesser program than when you're, even if you're a good coach coaching, you know, in Duke, at Duke, where every game you have a massive target on your back just because it's Duke. Like, it's just harder to win there. Yeah. The fact that Coach K did it is even more impressive. Granted, in my opinion, I mean, I feel like basketball, if you can, like, recruiting matters a lot more for basketball than it does for football, in my opinion. In terms oh, yeah. of, like... You have less players. Yeah. Like, Bill, Bill Self doesn't even have 800 wins yet. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hung.
Drew Valentine. Michigan State guy? I I think it might be. Uh, where, why? Where, what about him? He's at Loyola. Yeah, it is. I remember that guy. Yeah, same here. He's their head coach? Yeah, and he's 30. He played in like... He's 30? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Whoa, 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 Hold up before I say anything. Okay, 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 okay. Drew Valentine. I'm not understanding. Hold on. Give me two minutes. We got. I gotta read up on this. Oh, no. We're thinking of Denzel Valentine. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are. You're right. I was going to say, I think Drew Valentine is like still in the NBA, potentially. No, Drew. Or Denzel, I mean. But anyway. Hold on. That's why I had to read into it. Drew Valentine is, is the older brother of Denzel. Okay. Okay. Drew Valentine is 30 years old. He, in his first season with Loyola, went to the Final Four. Not as a head coach. That was Porter Moser. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm reading this wrong. All right. Join the coaching staff. Okay, you're right, all right. All right. But anyway, he's 30 years old and has... Or no, 32 years old and has 45 wins. Pretty good. He can be in 100 by the time he's 35 if he has good years. Yeah. I mean, still not going to be Coach K, but. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you're right, but. He could be a guy that makes moves. He like that's a perfect example of someone that's at a lower school but can move up if he does well. Yeah. Huh. Wow, dude. 
All right. Interessante. Yeah. I, uh, well, I always do this after I finish the TV show. I was also thinking, it took me, I remember I was watching The Sopranos when I was flying to and from Penn State, which was, I flew there on September 21st. So it's been at least since and that was like I had already been watching the show for a while. So it took me about four months to watch The Sopranos. It took me maybe a month. Yeah, I I can't bend. Um, but anyway, I went back. I always do this whenever I finish a show like this. I'll go back and after I finish, I'll rewatch at least part of the first episode of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Because it's so interesting to see like you forget what it was like back then it was wild like Tony looks different he sounds different everybody it's just weird like the whole show vibe is different it's like it's pretty wild no I get it I always watch the like um intro like music or whatever you want to call it yeah always on the first one and last one but that's it yeah no I'm the same way like I watch I would always skip but on the finale I was like I'm not skipping it. I have to watch the entire intro. Yeah. The last episode of it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I always do it on the first one and last one, but that's after that, that's it. I think we're like the exact same in that regard. Although I did watch it because I was very curious because they, um, obviously the show started in 98, I think. Yeah, they did because literally it's actually funny. Like today, either yesterday or today is the 25 year anniversary of the first episode airing. So it's fitting uh, that you watched it at the, uh, on that day. Yeah, I kind of it just was like good luck. But anyway, because in the it, it, you probably don't remember this, but in the first couple, like in the first season, first couple seasons, they show the the um, World Trade Center in the intro, and I was curious how they were going to change that after nine eleven, and they didn't really change anything. They just like obviously they changed it so they weren't in the shot, but that was it. Well, they did the same thing with Friends, too. What about it? Just not showing the World Trade Center? Like yeah. Stock footage. Yeah, but, but that was for them was just like, they would just like randomly show it as like stock footage, just like a pickup sort of scene, as opposed to like being in every episode. No, but I think it's in the intro. Of Friends? Yeah. I don't think so. It's just like them dancing in the fountain. I mean, but the Friends intro would always change, because... Other than the dancing on the fountain, the like the clips they would cut to for like the characters, like oh, the actors, no, was of, always just like. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of SBU, I think. Oh, I never there, watched there's, a, there's a show that had the um, World Trade Centers in its intro, and it, it changed after 2001. I'm pretty sure. No, I. I thought it was Friends. No, it definitely wasn't Friends. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe it was uh, SVU. Could have been. I never watched it. That's pretty much all I watched freshman year of college. SVU. I didn't really watch TV freshman year of college. I did.
I gotta find it. This is what this is the worst part though. It's like I literally spent four four months of just like whenever I had didn't have anything to do, watch the Sopranos. And now I just don't have that. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Well, you have to finish Peaky Blinders. Well, yeah, but that's six episodes. I was actually thinking about that, so I, I will do that. Although I have so little memory of what happened in that show that I need to get caught up on like everything that's happened so far. It's been years since I watched it. I watched it right after I quit my old job. Like after I left Dow before I joined SFC, I took six weeks off, and I watched the, everything that was out at that point was when I watched it. So it's been like that one. Otherwise, new House of Dragon is June. Oh, it is? It's June? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Nice. We can actually watch that together because it's just going to be baseball season. Yeah, no, that's like every Sunday night, 8, eight o'clock. Yeah. Calm down. You, but... Huh? I said I guess it's 9 o'clock for you, but... Yeah, well... So, like, can you start those shows, like, right at 9 o'clock, or, like, how's that work? Yeah, yeah. It's usually, you can usually start it a couple minutes early. Nice. I don't know exactly. I think, like, it's whenever some dude in, like, the control room hits, like, post is when you can watch it, but... Is it just like you have to refresh your screen? Yeah, you just like, well, if you're on the app, like I just have the app on my TV, I just like back out to the HBO homepage and then click back into the show and I just keep doing that until it lets me hit play on the episode. Ever since I finished <laughs> Entourage, I've not watched anything on HBO. What I, what I, the next show I need to watch because everyone always says that like this is the other greatest show ever made with The Sopranos is The Wire. Yeah, is that on HBO? Yeah, it is. I'm oh. like ninety percent. I'm like ninety percent sure it is. I might have to watch that though. That might be the thing I watch. I'm gonna watch but, I have but this is like my like least show time to watch thing because I have I have all the sports going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, the wires on HBO. When did this air? Two thousand two. Huh. Maybe I should watch the wire at some point. I am excited though, like Ten years from now, rewatching The Sopranos, I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun, especially revisiting it. Yeah, agreed. Damn, it. It was a good show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, so do I. I'm glad. It's just one of those things where, like, there are certain things where you, I feel like you owe it to society to watch it, and that's one of those things. So I'm glad I got around to it. Yeah, and I also, like, I, so when I watched it, 
like I thought it was a good show, but I didn't like think it was the greatest of all time or anything. I actually, I actually was at, more glued to Entourage than I was Sopranos. But now, as it like sinks in, and like a couple months has passed, I, I like I've had the urge to go back and watch Sopranos more than fucking Entourage again. Well, what I've like boiled it down to is that a lot of shows, like game, like think of like the the shows that have like defined an era of culture. Like Game of Thrones was one of them. Like Breaking Bad was one of them. Um, all of those shows, every minute of every episode was so plot driven that like you had to, like everything mattered so much to the ultimate story. But the Sopranos, like so much of what happened in those episodes, was so pointless. It was just like something that happened. It didn't have an impact any later in the show. It was something that had to be dealt with at the time, so it was dealt with, and then they just move on. It could have been something stupid, like you know, like dealing with like AJ or Meadows bullshit, or like somebody from the the crew like does something dumb, like like Christopher did, you know, or whatever. But it just didn't matter. Whereas, like again, those other shows. Everything mattered, and I, that's what I liked about this friend. Is like you didn't like not everything needed to be such a big deal. It was just something where it was like, yeah, this is just normal life. Like, yeah, this guy's in the mafia, and sure, there's like murder and violence and like crime shit going on, but also like he's just like yelling at his kids for being an idiot, and he's like arguing with his wife about like stupid stuff, and it's just like normal life. I think that's that, the show. I think that's that, what I kind of liked about it. I think that was part of the charm about the show. Like, Tony Soprano had, like, a normal life, but then had this, like, sick, twisted life at the same time. Yeah. Who's your favorite... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, who was your favorite crew member? Like, take Tony out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh... Well, it's hard to say. I thought the... The one whose storyline I liked the most was Christopher's, but the one who I just like I enjoyed watching the most was probably Silvio. So I agree with you on Chris. Um, I I every time I say Chris, I think of how how Tony would say it. he'd be like Christopher. I can't even do it right. Or how uh, how um, Adriana would say it. Christopher. Yeah, that that too. Um, but every time I say Chris, I I think of uh, like how Tony would say it. Um, but my I love love Paulie Walnuts. Yeah, I I just love him so much. Like he's dumb and so like like just the way he, he, he interacts with with Tony too. Like yo T and like holds his hands up. Like yeah. I don't know. Just there's just something about him that I always thoroughly liked. I'm gonna send you something interesting that I. Came across on the internet regarding Paulie, because it like I had I obviously like, spent a ton of time just like reading into. I've been all over Reddit because there's a Soprano subreddit that's pretty active, and like uh, where was it?
Okay, here we go. I'm just going to screenshot it. It's going to come in two, multiple screenshots because the text is too long for one. All right, hold up. Let me, let me get it. I don't know if I agree with it or not. I just thought it was interesting. No, I don't believe that. You're not buying it. It's it, like the points he brings up are interesting, though. But they are because it because at the end of the day, I mean, Paulie is the only one who gets out of all unscathed. He's the only one. But my argument to that is Paulie was always one, like besides Chris, the most loyal to Tony. But he had plenty of issues with Tony because he always felt like he was passed up. Oh, I don't know. See, I, I like to think. See, I like to think what I want to think. So, yeah. like, people, people go, like, and they make really good arguments about various different things or, like, the like the what do you call it the writer or producer or whatever he comes out and says oh yeah like you can think whatever you want about the last episode but like wink wink like here's how it really happened type of thing but yeah. I like to think Tony lived I like to me Tony Soprano is invincible like he cannot be killed he cannot be charged he he is invincible so. I like to think of it, of it like that. And I like to think they just put that guy coming out of the bathroom just as to fuck with you. And that's just what I think. And I think him and Paulie, I can't even remember the, who the crew was running with. Besides, I know Sil got shot and shit, but there were yeah, other guys, yeah. right? Yeah, there was, um, God, I don't even remember. Well, the only other one I remember is Carlo. But he was he the one who ended up like flipping and he was gonna like talk because at the end of the show, like literally the last scene, he's like so and so talks, and that's why Tony thinks he's gonna get indicted. I think it might have been Carlo. He's the only other guy I remember. What, what about the rest of them died? Yeah, and what about Artie? Like, well, he was never in it though. I I know he wasn't in it, but like I like to think Tony and like a not a new crew are sitting down at Artie's restaurant or whatever. Studio, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got some of the, the food in that show was so, like, like b- being at the restaurant or even just, like, what Carmela took or whatever they were eating. Whenever they would eat sandwiches from Satriali's, yeah. I was like, yeah, those sandwiches are so good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, Speaking of Satriol's, I one of the minor characters I absolutely loved 
and the interactions he had with Tony was the FBI agent. Yeah, so did I. That guy was great. Because, like, there was, like, um, like, a hatred for him, but then also, at one point, there was a respect and understanding for him. Yeah. I mean, he, like, effectively saved Tony's life on screen until the end. Because he's the one who told him about Phil. Yeah. And there was something yeah. else that he did for him, too. I forget. Well, he told him what... Well, he not only didn't tell him that Phil was, like, coming after him, but he also told him where Phil was. And that's when they found Phil again. Because he, he had, like... He, he got the trace on, like, the phone call. Yeah, I think... Did, there was something... I, I feel like there was something, like, with, like, a terrorist or something, too. Well, I mean, the whole thing was, like, because Tony had, like, dealt with a couple of, like, Middle Eastern dudes who he gave their information to the FBI guy that's to look into them. And so I think that's why the FBI guy started liking Tony, because they, were like a, they helped each other type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I, yeah, I love the whole family. Like, AJ just I hate pissed AJ. me off so much. I fucking hate AJ so much. I wish, I almost wish they would have, like, halfway during the, through the show when he gets expelled, they're going to send him to military school, but they decided not to. I wish they would have. I feel like that would have been a better arc for him. Yeah. Him, just like he didn't, because all he did was like he sat around all day and he didn't really do anything until like he doesn't really pick up until he starts dating Blanca. I hated um, Meadow ending up with Finn. Well, I mean, they ended up not. They ended up breaking up, but did they? Yeah, she's engaged. Like the end of the show, she's engaged to Patrick Parisi, the guy. Um, a guy like a guy in the crew, I forget his name. Um, is I don't remember that at all. Yeah, they're like they're engaged. Oh, then good. Like one of the last scenes of the last episode is like all of them sitting around like wedding planning. I couldn't remember that. What's that guy's name? What's the... Patsy. Patsy's left. He's a major character who survives. Yeah. But I, I loved Meadow. I thought Meadow was great. Meadow was awesome. She's hot. She was hot, too. Yeah, she was. <laughs> Very true. Her, like, her college... God, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I, they should, like, I guess she would have been like a year or two out of college when the show ended. So I guess it made sense. But she was like living at home the whole time. I'm like, why the hell is she still living at home? Like, I mean, I did until I was 27. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, but she went to like, I don't know, say like she went to Columbia. She was dating all these dudes. Like, I don't know. I mean, but that's like an Italian thing at the same time, too. Yeah. Oh, you know the other thing that didn't make a lot of sense to me. So, 
Tony, when the show starts, Tony's a, a captain. Like, he's not the boss yet. But he still has, like, the biggest talents. And none of the other dudes of, of captain status at the beginning of the show have a house anywhere near as big as he does. So I never understood, like, how he was all of a sudden richer than everyone else. Well, you got to think. His dad was a boss. Probably had a was shit that, ton of money. He just got, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking myself. But I was just curious about that. Well, that and the fact that he probably was involved in more shit. Because you got to think. He was, uh, what, do you, what do they call it? Con- Congliary or whatever. Like, the second man to Junior. Congliary. Yeah, consigliere to Junior. So he bypassed um, Paulie and Sylv and um, Big Pussy and all those other guys. So he was probably involved in more shit or riskier shit than they were. Oh, yeah, but even, like, Jackie April, like, didn't have, as far as I can tell, because you see Roe throughout, like, the entire show, he just didn't have, like, he was the boss. Like, you'd think he'd have something like that. But yeah. Because he was a rock. Because he always felt like that's the thing. Like, the, like the story. And, like, I'm wondering if this is, is what they talk, show in many sense in Newark. But, like, they always talk about Tony and Jackie, like, having that big score. And that's, like, how they, like, they, like, robbed a poker game. And that's how they, like, everybody, like, learned who they were. So, like, Jackie's been around. Yeah. Or and maybe, maybe it plays into the fact that, like, you don't show off how much money you have type of thing. But Tony did. I mean, he had a Well, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, all those other guys were old school. Like, Sylv, Pauly. But, but Jackie wasn't. Jackie and Tony were, like, the same, like, age. They came up together. I feel like they'd have the exact same, like, approach. Yeah. Um, it probably was just money passed down. Uh, maybe who knows? Maybe Carmelo's family was rich. I mean, they they seem like they were well off. I think I think Carmelo's dad was. Yeah. Well, he was like the contractor. He like built houses and stuff. So some good money in that. Marking calendars, 2033. I rewatched The Pranos. All right. I'll mark my calendar. Okay. I'll, probably, I'll probably be out of the Jungs. Well, well, I'll, be, I'll be 40. You'll be 39. No. In 2033? Yeah. Oh, but you finished it yesterday. Yeah, but I started it in 23. All right, I started it in September of 2023. So if I started in September of 2033, I'll have just turned 40. All right. Fuck, man. Yeah. We're getting old. 
Come to tell me. Uh, you got anything else? No, I'm good if you are. Yeah, I'm good. Wait, hold on. I, you know how Auburn throws the um, the toilet paper on the trees? Yeah, the grove. No, that's that's old Miss. That, that's Tumor's Corner. Oh, Tumor's Corner. Tumor's Corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did that for Nick Saban retiring. Is that cool or lame? I think it's cool. Yeah, that's where I was leaning to. That's like a sign of respect almost. It is. But anyway, I'm going to do my five things, then I'm good, if you want. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, go for it. Um, I hate when both teams play at the same time, like tonight, the Sixers and the Flyers. Yeah. Um, I hate how fat I got on the bender I went from for 13 days. Um, I hate Cutter Gutierrez. He's a, he's a Flyer draft pick that refused to play for them. So we just traded him away. Um, so he can rot in hell. And then I hate the Eagles collapsing. And then I hate 2024 so far. That's fair. You got anything to add? I had like three things over the course of however long it's been. And I forgot. All of them. You didn't write them down? I never do. In my mind, if I remember them, it's meant to be. Oh. Uh, well, this is just to get frustration out. Yeah. I'm mad at them at the time, and then I just let them go, apparently. Whatever. All right. All right, dude. Well... I probably can't do it next week because I'm flying back from New York Wednesday afternoon and I'm just going to have to like put my life back together. But the week after that. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Sounds good. All right, man. And then keep me updated about March Madness tickets then too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, we just basically, I think like we should do what we looked at and buy those in the corner. Like, but we can figure it out. Well, let me know when you want to pull the trigger. I'll do it whenever. Just uh, if we don't do it tomorrow or Friday, it's not going to be until the end of next week. So we'll talk. Yeah. All right, man. Well, well have a good trip to uh, New York. Let me know all yeah. about. Yeah. 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 Hopefully it's good. We'll see. I'll let you know. All right, man. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right, see you. Man. See. You. See you.